Shall we begin? Hello, friends, and welcome back to the More Than Just Keto podcast. This is episode number 22. I am one of your hosts, Ashley. I'm your other host, Molly, and this is part two, Worthy Then, Worthy Now. Last week, we talked about, Ash and I both talked about and shared our own personal journey as far as when we got to the place where we realized we did not see ourselves as worthy. Uh, mm-hmm. We have two completely different stories, but yep. it's the same idea. It's the same Yeah, idea. it really is. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And we're going to talk about that more today. We're going to dive into it deeper because what we talked about last week was um, how we did not feel worthy then. Yet we were, but we didn't know it. We didn't realize it. And so today we're going to talk about how we handled the feeling of not feeling worthy, how we treated ourselves, how we took care of ourselves, or in my case, did not take care of ourselves. Like what we're going to share is what we did that reflected how we felt. We're going to get into our own stories again um, to share with you about that. And I guess, do you want to start, Ashley? The the whole The whole point of sharing this part of it is that if you're starting to do some self-reflection and you're starting to, you know, you've decided you're on the, this journey and we always talk about mental health and how we put the pieces together and how we solve some of the issues that we didn't even know we had. This falls in line with, you may not even know you're feeling this way, or maybe you do. And everything that either one of us has shared really strikes a chord with you. This is kind of like how we got to the point of, oh, wow, there is an actual issue here. And mm-hmm. when we reflect back on it, what it meant and how it played a part in success in our futures and where it stopped us along our way. You know, the whole point with this episode is to kind of say, okay, you you may self-identify with what's going on, or you may recognize something different that you're doing that Molly and I didn't do. And you're going to say, well, now what do you do? Just simply figuring out what the problem is, isn't enough, right? How do you take that and, and turn it into something and turn it into something that you can actually make a plan from and maybe make adjustments from and how do you start recognizing when you fall back into that bad behavior or that bit that negative self behavior that you know somehow dictates what you think your worth is yeah because our hope is that when you listened last week or our hope is that when you listen to the last episode you might have related with something Ashley said, or you might have related with something I said, but no matter what, our hope is that you self-reflect. That's that's always our hope, because we're all about self-reflection, because you can't really grow or change until you actually get serious with yourself, until you get honest with yourself. And so if you don't, like Ashley talked about, she didn't even realize that she yeah. felt that way until she reflected. Tell tell them about that, Ashley. Yeah, so, you know, in the last episode, I talked about how I was very opposite in Molly. Molly didn't, Molly, we really have understood, wanted to kind of shrink away, didn't want to be seen. Right. I didn't have that luxury. I worked in the public. I'm around people all day. It is definitely part of my job to be the, the face, if you will, right? To be this uh, symbol of our... Um, team and the leader and and all of these things. So being in the public was something that I had to do, even if I didn't want to do it. And I took a lot of time to get ready. And I put a lot of value in how I looked. And I was even in a place where I wouldn't want to go to the store without looking a certain way. Wouldn't even run to pick up laundry detergent without having makeup on or having 
being dressed a certain way. I didn't want to be seen by anyone else, maybe that I knew, um, without looking a certain way. And I joked that it was like my armor, that it was my, I always used to say this at work. I used to say that I got my war paint on, Mm -hmm. like I'm ready to, you know, do the things because I'm wearing the makeup and I've got the hair and all the stuff. Somewhere along the way though, what I don't think I realized, and I didn't actually realize this until I started doing this type of like reflection work on myself and my situations and my past, I think that I didn't realize the power that the people around me telling me that my hair was nice, that my makeup was pretty, that my face was pretty. That was something that was said to me over and over again, very specific about, oh, your face is so pretty. Oh, your makeup looks so pretty. Your hair is pretty. And I think I began at some point to really believe that those were the only things about me that were good, that other people saw my worth in those things. Right. And so I think subconsciously I started saying, well, I can't leave the house without these things now. Mm. That's what everybody's looking at. Or, and I, and Molly and I talked about this today. It's like, well, if you're so busy looking at that, then you won't look at the rest of me or you won't notice the rest of me that I don't like, because we're all just looking at this. Cause this is like, you know, is, is groomed and pretty and whatever as I can get it. So you're not going to look, you'll just avoid the rest of it. And I think somewhere along the line, I subconsciously was being ruled by that thought that because my makeup was good and my hair was good, that that was all I had to offer, Mm. that that was where my self-worth was. And it wasn't, it was never something that I realized. Yeah. Like I was just like, yeah, I'm good at doing makeup or yeah, I'm just like good at doing hair. But I, when I really look back, that's why the, that the extreme of not being able to go to the store or not be able to do things because I looked a certain way or not being able to go out to grab food or, I mean, I literally wouldn't do it without looking a certain way. And I've done a lot of self-reflection on that. And I think it's because I tied my worth into what other people thought about me. Yes, that's bottom line. And what other people perceived me to be. Yeah. Um, You know, I was the curvy girl with the pretty hair, pretty makeup. Yeah. Yeah, that was said to me. So in my mind, I just internalized that as I'm only as good as my hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. I'm only as good as what my face looks like because that's all I have to offer. Right. And I don't, I didn't knowingly tell myself that. I just think it was a little, just a little something in the back of my brain. And I felt like I could never go without those things because I would have nothing to offer. And then they would be looking at my whole body maybe or whatever my fear was. Right. Well, if you think about it, you were going out into the war, like you were going out and you said it, you, your armor, it was like your protection. It was was my protection. You would look at my face and my makeup, but I knew that I can make sure that that was so good that you wouldn't pay attention to anything else. And I really think that that's, and, and you know what? And we talked about this, that is not a reflection that happened in this last year. We're talking about just in the last couple of months of you and I planning and and knowing that we were going to do this episode. Yeah. Those are things that I've reflected further on. I dealt with the, you know, the first episode we talked about what happened, but as far as like really making the deep rooted connections, those are still fairly new, man. What could I have done with that a year ago? Yeah. And that's why we're sharing this. Yeah. Cause maybe yes. you're in that place where it, this is still new for you and you have an opportunity now to do this because you know what? I could have saved myself a lot of heartache. Yeah. I could now and makeup and makeup <laughs> time. 
um, obsession is what some people would, you know, like, oh, well, she can't, you know, it's going to take her an hour to get ready because she can't leave the house to go to, you know, to Walgreens and run in because she doesn't look a certain way or God forbid they see me somebody I know sees me and I run into somebody and like, they see what I look like. Yeah. Then they'll just be thinking all of me is trash. Like that is like the negative self-talk, right? And that's what we say to so ourselves. So bad. And nobody, nobody would say that to me. Call you tra- exactly. No. Like, and no mm-hmm. one ever would. But somehow mm-hmm. along the line, hearing that's all the positive you're... things. And even, so this is the tricky part, right? All of those po- are positive things. But yet somehow inter- I internalize those if I have to look a certain way now because people are noticing those things. Expectations? Like, what if, it, yes. Yes. Oh, there's that word. <laughs> we'll talk about it more later. But I just, it just hit me. Right. That's it. You're, ex- you are doing what you feel other people expect what, of you. I'm anticipating what other people are going to think and feel about me and trying to make sure that meet it's there. Meet their expectations before they can even say anything. Wow. Right? Yeah. So that is like such a weird thing to do. You think that's so nice that people are complimenting you. And it's not that it's not nice. It's what you do with that information that matters, not what other people do. Let me be very clear. It does not matter what anyone says. That's not on you. You are the one that gets to take that information and tell yourself what you want to believe. And I, somewhere along the line, got a messed up, messed up message from people trying to be nice. But it did make me feel like people were just saying that was all that was pretty. It was clearly not my body they're ever talking about. It was always my face. It was always my face. It was always but my face. But isn't it interesting that now, because you shared this last week, that now they yeah. don't say your face is so pretty. They say you're so pretty. So you, yes. you now, if, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, tell me, I'm not trying to I'm yeah. speaking out of turn here, but you now, you think of yourself as a full package. So when yeah, they say you're pretty, like... you're saying you, Ashley. Right now I'm not, I don't get those anymore. I can't even remember the last time somebody was like, your face is so pretty. I mean, obviously we're wearing masks a lot of the time. Right. (laughs) But even on social media, right. Yeah. yeah. People just say, oh, you're pretty. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Or whatever. And this sounds so conceited. Lord, as I say this, (laughs) side note, I'm like, why are we talking about my face? That's hilarious. Anyway, people don't say that to me now. They do not pick out just one or two things. They'll just be like, oh, your hair makeup's really pretty. Um, but they don't say my face. They used to say my face. That's and that say, always, yeah. it, now it strikes me as weird because I heard it forever. It didn't, it wasn't weird. Right. Now that now they don't like, say that, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I bet you never tell anyone, oh, your face is so pretty. Never. She's got such a pretty face. Never. I would never say that. Hey, nobody wants to hear that. Okay. So stop saying it. (laughs) If you're you're saying it, don't say it. Just say you're pretty. You know what? People don't mean, and this is is what I'm saying. People don't mean it and they don't. And, but it, it has everything to do with what you tell yourself. Like, (laughs) you know how you take that. If you are secretly shoving that away and saying, okay, make sure your makeup looks this good tomorrow because you don't want someone to point out a flaw or, you know, that's a very, this is a very like, obviously, this well, we seems like a very shallow, things. you know, thing, but you know, I don't think like now I went bowling with my family and I wore no makeup and like, I didn't, I wore leggings and like workout gear. Like I would never, when I and you didn't you, feel I like trash, never, did you? I felt great. I let my husband take a picture of me. Yeah. See, um, and you had you know, no I, makeup on, I, but you didn't right. feel like trash, and which I means did not you weren't feel like trash, trash before. And 
I had workout clothes on. When I tell you I would not have done that before because I would have been hiding my body or trying to disguise it or make it look a certain way. I would have never, I would have been like, people are going to see my full body if I wear leggings and I'm bowling with no like dress on or no like jacket over me or like, you know what I mean? Hiding, which I know. Cardigan, cardigan, Yeah. Yes. Cardigan, cardigan, cardigan. (laughs) Cover my butt up, my big butt. And I know that you identify with that because hiding was your specialty, right? Yes. Yes. See, okay. So for me, I never went out with makeup. (laughs) See, again, let's, let's go back a little bit. When I shared last week about my ex relationship and how he spoke to me and how I took everything he said, and I started seeing myself the way he spoke about me. So I believed I was ugly. So for me, if I were going to put makeup on myself, my thought was, why would I do that? Why would I waste makeup? What do they say? Don't put, um, you can't put lipstick on a pig that I felt like a pig. And I felt like putting lipstick on me was just kind of like covering up to try. And I thought, why even bother? Cause it's not going to help. Like I really looking back, I didn't know at the time, but looking back, I had very low self-esteem, like yeah. very low. Self-esteem. No, I get that. Yeah. And, um, I remember my mom used to say that my eyes changed when I married him. She used to say that. Sorry, I just thought of that just now as I say it. But it's true. I mean, you get a sparkle in your eye. Like, you can, that can dull. And that switch was dimmed. Like, my eyes were dimmed. I overall just felt terrible. So why would I go through the trouble of trying to make something look better when you don't want to draw any attention to it. Yeah. I wanted no attention whatsoever because here's the other, let let me, let me dive deeper. Okay. When I was younger, I was always thin. I, and talk about shallow. Let's get a little shallow. Let me, (laughs) I'm going into the shallow end with you. Okay. Okay. So we're just being real here. We're not shallow. We're just giving you the whole story. Okay. We're just honest. We're not trying to sugarcoat it or make it sound better. We're just being flat out with you. We're being real. When I was younger in high school, and you see this on the shows, you see this on the movies, I was the homecoming queen. I was the prom queen, okay? I was all of those things. And here's this homecoming queen, prom queen, who turned Miss Fatty. Like, I turned into what I saw as a very unattractive, fat woman. That's how I saw myself. Yeah. And... How could I? And how could anybody ever see me like that? Because they didn't. After all of that. After what I used to have. All eyes on you. After all eyes on you all the time. And always being about your looks. Yep. It was about, yes. Because you know all that. A lot of it is about your looks. It's about your personality, whatever. But it's still, it it, it does. And they have the joke, like in movies, they'll say the prom queen always, or the homecoming queen always ends up being the the fat woman or something like that. Like I used to think about stuff like that because I was her. And well, you weren't her, but you felt no, like I her felt like or, I was her. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. But you know, you know I'm trying to depict that exactly. movies. And yep. I don't know if they do that now, but in the 80 movies and <laughs> they used to do that. And yeah. so I saw that. I'm like, wow, I did the exact thing that they say that that the homecoming queen does. She gets married, pops out a couple kids and gets fat. Like that's what they say on the movies. That's exactly where I was. So I didn't want I didn't go to my reunions. I didn't want anybody to see me. I was that uncomfortable with myself and the relationship didn't help it at all. Now I told y'all I shared with y'all, I lost the weight, got rid of the about 200 pound weight too, which was the (laughs) ex-husband, um, remarried 
And I was thin. I was thin again. And I felt pretty again. I did. I felt pretty. But then when I gained the weight again, I felt It ugly. took you back to that I, It took place, me yeah. right back because like we talked about last week, I'd never healed. It, yeah. it didn't heal. So this time when I was overweight, I still didn't dress myself very nicely. I wore very baggy clothes. I did not wear makeup. I went back to that same girl that I was where Wanted I hide. hid. Yeah. Yes. So this time when I did gain the weight back, like I told you, I wasn't in a healthy place. So I did see myself still in an unhealthy light. I still didn't, when I say unhealthy, I mean in my mind, I, emotionally, I still felt horrible about myself to the point where I didn't want to shop for myself. I didn't want to buy the clothes. Um, I didn't want to try to look pretty because I didn't think it was possible. But it took a lot of internal work because that's around the time that it was around the time when my dad got sick and my dad, you know, I've shared before he passed away and I really took a hard look at myself and how I was living, how I was treating myself, what I was doing with my body. Um, I wasn't quite as bad as I was the first time it happened because the first time I actually got into a state of depression where I wouldn't leave my bed. This time my life was better. My external life was better. So I had yeah, a had wonderful husband. Yeah. I had, you know, yes, my, I had a, I had a very successful real estate career. I had a, you know, like I already just said, a you wonderful husband. You had things husband. anchoring you to Absolutely. To it was, present. A, it was yeah. a totally different life. The first time I was in a terrible marriage, I had two wonderful boys who I lived for and I found my worth there. But this time I didn't find my worth through anybody else. So I was able to really look at myself. And like I shared last time, I took responsibility for my health and myself. And I started working on myself in the physical and the emotional and the mental, like all of it. And I spent the next couple years doing that. And do you know what happened? I lost the weight. I felt great about myself. I was doing well emotionally, mentally, like everything was great. And then I gained 20 pounds. But guess what? This time I didn't look at myself as ugly. I didn't look at myself as fat. I didn't think of myself in a negative way. I thought, dang, I put on some weight. I need to I lose mean, this again. And that is, and that's amazing because, yeah. and, and, and I know exactly what you're weight. saying, because if my weight goes back up again, same thing. I know that that doesn't mean that me as a person right. has less value. That right. doesn't mean that I need to make people just look at my face. That doesn't make mean I need to try to distract people from my body because right. it doesn't fit them or what they think is acceptable because you're not trying to live up to anyone else's expectations right. and you have more realistic expectations and we're healthy in our mindset right. and we know that our worth has nothing to do with how we look our size period. does not dictate our worth how yeah how much we are worth period and i used to think it did and I will tell you when that changed is when I started losing weight and there are side effects that come with weight, like loose skin and um, your body shape changes and things you think you're going to wear or not. And there's a lot of things that come out of that, that you are not ready maybe to even really fully know what that may be like. And I'll tell you what, it made me realize that I can keep chasing whatever dream I want. I can keep thinking to my mind that I'm going to look like this or that. And I'm never going to have it. 
Right. Like realistically, yeah. I, I'm not going to look the You're way that 22. I wanted to look a couple years ago <laughs> right. in my mind when I set my first fitness goals. That's Same. not going to happen. Right. But what I realized is that if I kept chasing that dream and kept coming short, I was never going to be happy. Right. And so that's where this like sort of self-reflection is like, well, why does it have to be this certain way? Like, where did this expectation of what I was supposed to look like come from? I know. I know the answer. Because I, I feel the same way as you. I And I've shared this before. I used to look at the after bodies on these diet or fitness programs and things they sell. They'd have this beautifully perfect six-packed airbrushed body. And then the before where they might have had an extra 20 pounds. And here I am sitting at 40 pounds or more heavier and I needed, you know, than I, than I wanted to be. And here I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get that body if I do that program. Why do we think that? But we do because we're yeah. sold that idea. So then we have that expectation that we can have that body. But then you come to a realization. Well, hold on a second. Where did I start? How old am I? Have I had children? How big did I get? I mean, all that matters when you're looking at your endpoint and having that expectation. I truly believe it. It's important that we get a more healthy, realistic expectation. And like you were saying, Right. And, and the, what I, what I realize is that if you are chasing that perfect body and you, and those are the expectations that you've set for yourself, and then you start to hit these milestones where you're losing weight and your weight. And I joke that, oh, it looks like I'm melting a little bit here. Oh. Uh, not exactly. Right. Um, I call it puddly or, you know, my, <laughs> my legs are a little softer now. My stomach has that little pouch and it looks great. If I've got clothes on, it looks great without clothes on. It's not my favorite. Some parts are my favorite. That it's just matter. not that body that you saw in the video, it's not the, the body that I wanted, but I realized, okay, this, this is where the work up here yeah. really kicks in. Yes. Because all those things that you thought, all those bad expectations that I set for myself, I, w I realized at some point, oh, oh, honey child, <laughs> we are not we getting gotta get real. Okay. Let's That's get real. not actually realistic. And then it can backfire. I had moments where I was losing weight and I was like, I don't like this. Mm. You know, I've had people message me and say, well, you know, I don't want to have loose skin if I lose weight, how did you do? It's like, that doesn't exist. If you lose over a certain amount of weight, you are going to have loose skin. If you lose a yeah. hundred pounds, you will have some, will it be as extreme as some people's? Maybe not. It just depends how your weight is carried. Yeah, It's so individual. But what I will tell you is that if you don't start thinking about what, if you don't love your body at the end of this, the way you think you are, what expectation that is, I have learned to love my body for what it's done for me. Not yeah. only what it looks like, Yes. It carried to. me. It, mm -hmm. it puts me on the treadmill. I get on the treadmill so and I think to us. myself, you are running. Yeah. You are running. One foot is hitting and the other one, there is moments where you are literally in the air. My body did that. Right. That's freaking amazing. The fact that you can climb yourself upstairs being a hundred pounds heavier, all the things that I could do. I started really taking this inventory of like, Ashley, think about what your body, it kept you alive for this long and has carried mm -hmm. you until this point. It's not going to be perfect. Does that matter? Right. The and answer is decide. no, right. that right. does not matter. What mattered was my mental health being amazing. And that meant taking the right steps to make sure my food was right because my food and my mental health and my body were all one ecosystem. Yeah. If we want our body to be right, our head has to be right. And what we put in our mouth has to be right. Absolutely. You can't, I hear people say, I'm not really going to focus on my physical health. I'm going to focus on my mental health. And I'm like, dude, 
that's together. They're, they're, they're like all, together. They're, they're a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> you cannot right? put symbiotic, one aside. Symbiotic, symbiotic, symbiotic relationship. They all those all of those they things to be healthy. And we talk about this work. I have I've got guys there that do CrossFit. Some of them do bodybuilding. Like they are, and we talk about this all the time. The first piece of advice some of these guys that have been doing this a long time say it is about health. That means you got to be working on your mental health. That means mm-hmm. you got to work on your physical health. And that means you need to work on your spiritual health. Yes. Health. It Whatever all that is, together. all of those things mm-hmm. create mind, body, waves spirit. of change. Yeah. Yeah. That can last for a lifetime versus a diet that can get you to a goal. Right. Right. You were mentioned a minute ago about bodies and how amazing you know, and you were saying about, you know, what yours has done. My 18 year old and I were having a conversation in the kitchen just a couple days ago because he started running. He loves it. And, um, he said, mom, isn't it amazing what our bodies can do? And I was like, yes, yes, it is. So that reminded me when you were saying that, and he just started talking about all the different things. Just having gratitude for just yeah. like it carrying you is, is just something that I never thought that about. Like I was like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I had that poor narrative thing. of like, oh, your poor I body. hate it's you. Like, Dude. Yeah. I'm like, I hate my thighs. <laughs> you know, so I still like, you. <laughs> but that's so true. But we don't, yeah. we're, we're, you know, and we talked about this a little bit last time about, you know, that hate fueling you, um, so far we've talked about this in past episodes where you know you can use that and turn it into fuel but there was a long time where I didn't know how to do that and I just hated what I wanted to change and I wanted it to look a certain way in my mind and if I couldn't get there then it wasn't good enough right and I don't know it really took me losing weight like really having some success to realize that like the way that I had thought that things were going to go down was actually really not even close to reality. Like there were going to be a lot of things in this process that I didn't like more than, you know what I mean? Like getting to your goal and like thinking that it's going to be perfect. Like I didn't realize that actually there may be more things you don't like about your body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly more uh, imperfections I would say now than even being heavier. Listen, the skin and the you know, the body shape changing. I wasn't really prepared that I would lose curves here and there. Like, you know what I mean? Some people yeah. are like, well, how did you keep this or that? And I, you know, you can't target certain areas. No, you, you can cannot. build muscle, but the weight is going to come off of you the way it's, you know, absolutely going to come but off. But you know, what's great is now here, let's, let's say some positive things real quick, because I'm just going to share it happened tonight. I was blow drying my hair and I had on a different shirt. Anyway, y'all can't see it, but <laughs> so when I came around, I saw this my side and I didn't see this side fat that I've had for so long so my body we talked about our body shapes like my body carries a lot of fat in the back and the sides like at the top whereas Ashley is more pear shaped so hers is yeah, her so thighs. a lot of my weight is in my thighs right so we're like the opposite legs. with yeah. where we really you know have maybe the more yeah. fat to get away yep. um so when I noticed that tonight when I was blow dry I was like oh my gosh look at that and that is okay to get excited when you see and that's what I was thinking too I was like and that's something that took a long time to see some difference there because there's some parts of my body that I notice quicker than other parts and then all of a sudden you notice something go oh wow it's a little smaller than it used to be but it is funny how it shifts and change and I will let's go even deeper here the belly so my belly has moved around like as the fat has gone away it's like one side maybe hangs a little lower than the other 
there's a lot of weird things that happen you know like I definitely thought that my body was going to look a certain way and I was worried about certain areas that like just like you know when you've had a baby and you carry you usually have like that little pouch well now that's turning into this like little scrunch of skin yeah you know yeah. way below my that just kind of belly boop. button and it's <laughs> yeah. just like it, it it was a pouch before and now right. it's and now like now a it's deflated kinda... balloon yes it's, same I have that it's, too <laughs> it's really like it before it was like a little pouch and now yeah. it's literally just like a, a just a gather of skin like that... there's not even a pouch there it's pretty flat but like Mine does this and it kind of, it kind of hangs. So, so I had like, that until I really lost like the last, like maybe 20 pounds. I still have like a tiny bit. I have it like on overall. the right side, but not on the left side. That's what I'm saying about the shifting of the fat. It's like, this is so bizarre and clothes yeah. can fit you different. Like a pair of pants that fit you fine before that skin dropped. <laughs> maybe they're yeah, a little I mean, snugger. There's a lot of shifting yeah. and settling yeah, like shifting. my legs when and I, I don't think we realize that when we're losing weight. I no, think we just I think we're just not... going to lose the weight and it's just going to shrink, <sighs> yeah. shrink, shrink and become a smaller version of what we are when the reality it's is not. it's not like that. And let's and, add in yeah. the age. Like I'm almost 50. So like I'm noticing things as I'm losing weight, like when it comes to like the skin, oh, yeah. cause the yeah. elasticity changes. So like, yeah. I've got this, remember I talked about when I first saw my double chin when I was in my early twenties and I was like, what is that? Well, now I see that gobble gobble. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, I'm getting I older, mean, all of that, but I'm, all... I'm embracing it rather than getting all this, like, I shouldn't have that. Yes, I should. Why, why not? And it's okay. It doesn't mean yeah. it's bad and it doesn't mean it's ugly. It's just part of my body's changes yeah. and then the biggest thing i've learned here is that it's fine it is totally fine to like imagine what you want to look like there's right. nothing wrong if that if that motivates you like if you are thinking to yourself well yeah but ashley like i've i've thought about myself in this bikini like what i want to look like this is how i've gotten this far keep doing it what i'm saying is that it's also okay for that to change it, yeah. it's okay it's okay for you to have wake up one day and say you know what I may not love this when I'm done because I'm going to tell you what, that's where I'm at. Yeah. There are parts of myself that I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, I just really wish I looked like this. Or man, if I just lifted this right here up, man, look how that would look. Or yeah. Yeah, we've all the difference that. is before <laughs> I would let that dictate my worth or how I felt about myself. Yeah. If you were good enough. I would say that. if it was good enough or yeah. not. Yeah. And now I look at it and just say that. I don't have to love it. I don't have yeah. to love you, little bat wing. I don't have to love yeah, you. I don't yeah, have to right. love that the skin on my legs kind of hangs a little bit or yeah, you that don't in have the inside of my thigh. I don't have to love it. But you uh -uh. know what? I don't have to hate it either. But you don't have to hate it. That's I don't right. have to hate it. It's okay to be neutral. Yes. And I don't neutral. know why. I love that. I yeah, it's okay to be totally neutral. And I don't know why this conversation about our bodies doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't. You don't hear You You hear you see people take pictures. You can't see everything. Cause I get right. a lot of comments. Like, how do you not have skin? I'm like, I do. I just, how do you capture that in a picture? I mean, you can, but like, you know, that's not normally well, what you're taking pictures see, of. But you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, obviously you don't love it. So you may not be advertising it. Some people do share it. And I do, sh I have shared, I, there are posts that I have that I have, I have shared. And I, what I realize is the more comfortable I get, the more I will share those things. Um, because it is about me working on me. It you is think it's when about the more comfortable you get or the more accepting you get. Well, more comfortable you get with the reality of who you are. Yeah. The yeah. dropping your expectations. Yeah. 
of accepting where you are right right accepting where you really are and then saying this holds no power over me no power over me yeah that's good i am neutral about this i don't love it i I love neutral it It simply is and that's that's the you know let's start a movement let's let's start is there there they already have it i love the whole idea of a neutral like they have this um what do they say they they have the body positive movement they have the body confident or whatever is body comp what is it i can't think of the body neutral movement body neutral movement why do we have to love if we, why do we have to love the yucky parts, and why do we have to hate the yucky parts? We don't have to do either. We can just say we don't you know? have to do either. It's okay to simply be, and yes. just say this is just the way it is. Do neutral. I love it? No. We're do I hate neutral. it? No. What happens is when you make something neutral, it, it doesn't no have any power, good or bad. It it does neutral. not control you or rule you or make yes. you feel less than or make right. you feel more than. I spent years in this obese body. I spent years abusing myself there's a price to pay. Yeah. Oh, that's it's good. not that's true. for me. That's how I view it. It's it's a price to pay. That skin is a price to pay for choices I made that added up over time. And you know what? Would I rather be 100 pounds heavier? Or would I rather have the body that I have now? I'd rather have the body that I have now. I'd rather have yeah. the energy that I have now. I'd rather have the love I have for myself now that doesn't actually have anything to do with the way I look. Because like I said, right. there's actually a really long list of things that I'd like less now. Mm-hmm. than I did before. And that's something that I don't think people really think about when you're thinking about a, a weight loss journey. Yeah. And I think what you just said a minute ago made me think of the expectation again. So taking it back to expectations is um, you said it, you lived in an obese body. I think that goes with an expectation. When you lose a hundred pounds, the consequences, skin, it's just the way it is. And I think that's an expectation thing. Like if you are very overweight if you are obese if you have a body and think about when you have a baby let's just go with that so when i had a baby my skin stretched to hold that baby well when you have a body and you gain weight and you gain a hundred extra pounds on your body your skin stretches and so when that just like when the baby goes out and your belly goes back you have stretch marks you have hanging skin like this is just part of it it's the, and i think that just goes with the expectation right depending on how much weight you have to lose everybody is different everybody's elasticity is different and all that but putting your mind to realistic expectations is definitely going to help in your success mentally so what ashley shared about her losing all that weight she would rather have the loose skin than have the extra hundred pounds and she's accepted and and you know that her body is what are you looking at i don't know what to say we need to bring it back to expectations and end it because we've been recording for 45 minutes so i'm saying we're done but we can like wrap it i'm just trying to figure out a way to wrap it up to expectations but not that i'm scratching that yeah i feel like i think i I think the way you were speaking was good and how you were you basically were saying that that's what you were saying that you were yeah consequence of having that was about the last thing that was said okay so we need so to yeah the it. consequence of losing that weight for me i'm just gonna say something until we can find something to start from there you know what i mean okay. like i already said all that but we're ending it i so realize that not everybody's gonna have 100 pounds 100 pounds to lose that's gonna look different to everybody but what i am saying is that maybe the expectation that we set for ourselves we need to give ourselves some room 
to understand that it may not be perfect. Some people may only have 20, 30 pounds to lose, and they may get to that point where it is what in their mind is perfect. Right. What I do know that is every time different, everybody's is different. And for me, and I'm just sharing what I went through personally, and I've lost a lot of weight and I haven't lost as much as some people have and will, and they will have even more drastic, like this is not about comparison. This is no, not no, no, who no. won, no. you know, the weight loss journey or who has this much to lose, or I don't have to deal with that because I didn't lose that much weight. The we reality is, is we all have to deal with the mental parts of ourselves, regardless of we're on a weight loss journey. Anyway, we should be reflecting right, and right. working on ourselves, right? That's kind right. of the point. The weight loss journey is what catapults us to being better people right? As a whole, right? Like, because we have to do all this health work mentally, physically to make this a lifestyle Mm -hmm. because we make this a lifestyle. We're focusing on not just mental health and physical health, but spiritual health, all the things. Yeah. And when you're doing that, you're just becoming a better person, regardless of how much weight you lose. More balanced. Right. A more balanced person. So regardless of what happens and how much weight you lose, setting the expectations. So important are so important because they can change so many times. And sometimes, sometimes other people and other outside influences can make us feel as if we can reach that (laughs) unrealistic or that we should set them or that, or that we should have them. And also comparison when you're looking at other people and like, Oh, well, I want to have that. So that's my expectation. Oh, my body's similar to hers. So I expect to have her body. Let me see exactly what she does. Like that's, all things yeah, all that, of that comparison, stop. right, yeah. are, are yeah. things that don't really have anything to do with our wellness Personal, journey. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you can look at those pictures. You can compare. You can let someone, but you can let someone else weigh in on what they think you should do, or you can let someone else tell you what they think you're capable of. You can let someone else tell you your worth, hmm. but. If you aren't tying your expectations and your worth into what you know right, and working on yourself based on your past, which is exactly what we just talked about, right? right. Is saying, mm-hmm. hey, I noticed that a decline in my self-worth, this is a marked point for me. That's the whole point of this, right? This was a time where I now realize this was a pivotal moment in what made up my own inner dialogue mm-hmm. of who I was and who and what I was capable of. And what I should be doing. And when we start to dissect that and we start to make, we start to make expectations based on, I want to be healthy. I want to, I want to lose weight. Maybe I don't want to look exactly like this. Maybe saying I'd like to get to a size. I'd like to get to a range. I'd like, when we start having wholesome expectations that are well-rounded, but very open to changing, Mm -hmm. that's when we start healing our relationship yeah. with ourself and we start obtaining the things that we want. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're looking. That's the goal is to heal because if we have gained a lot of weight, it is likely that we have a lot of hurt. It is likely that there's a past there that needs to be healed. It is likely that we have a bad relationship with food, with ourselves, with our bodies. So what we're looking to gain here is a healthy outlook altogether. Right. And that comes from digging into your past. And if you have spent a lot of time overweight, there's usually several years of self-inflicted yeah. pain yeah. of you some have, sort, you whether it's it to, right, to right, really yeah. heal. Otherwise right. you're just going to keep dieting. 
and keep losing right. weight and keep gaining weight and keep losing weight and keep gaining weight. That's that's what you're going to do. That terrible, terrible cycle that I know I've it is been on just before. like a cycle, like a diet, right? You yeah. are only getting so far in your recovery is kind of like how I think of it, right? You you get to a certain place and then you have to start over and over and over again. Yeah. I get tired of starting over and over again. Yeah. I wanted to find something this last time that would work. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know how to go about starting to deal with any of this stuff. And, and, and to be honest, in the very beginning, it was just so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, getting my food right was the only thing I could focus on. But what happened when I got my food straight was my mind started working a little bit better. Yeah. So then you were and able that to opened focus up more. Yeah. another door to Again, start going it, through. It all links together. And it links together. And that's yeah. when I started realizing, wait a minute. Okay. If I can, if I can achieve these goals in my, you know, with my food and with losing weight, this method can be applied to other things. And that's kind of how it rolls into the next thing. So my biggest thing for anybody listening today that, that is, that is struggling or maybe hearing this and they're reson they're resonating with what we're saying, or they're like, Oh man, I know exactly what this yeah. is like. Really take some time and think about a moment where your worth or, or when you decided who you were and what your worth was tied to and how you got to that point. You know, did you decide that you were worthy? Did yeah. someone else tell you? Really figure that out and figure out that if losing weight is just going to make you happy. Because I thought it was going to make me happy just to lose weight. And I was sadly mistaken that that is not the only thing that I had to work on. It was no, a lot it's more just one, than that. It's just, it's one, just one aspect. And now yeah. the weight loss is almost a side effect of being healthy in my mind I love that. and in my body. Yeah. And I would have never... You didn't know. never guess that would yeah, happen. You didn't, you didn't know that that's how it happens, but it does. It all works together. So you've got to work on all of it. That's the lifestyle. And the goal is health. And your worth doesn't come from what anyone tells you your worth is. It is found within you. I said that on the last episode, you decide. You just, that's what I did. I just decided because my, my, my husband now, he couldn't help me to think I was worthy. Like people aren't. People could, they, nobody can gift that to you. They can't like Pete would tell, my husband would tell me all the time. Oh, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. But guess what? It if means I nothing if you don't it, believe it. It didn't matter. Exactly. So you have to find it in yourself. And even if you don't believe it, like we said last episode, you fake it till you make it. You decide, you know what? I am worthy. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. And then you Your do something Your family is worth it. it. You are worth it. Everyone around you is worth it. You're whole life is worth fighting for. And if right. you can look back and just make one small step, if you can just identify where things got a little messed up or where things got a little off or where your perception of yourself changed and you can start there and start making a small effort to right that mindset. And that can be as something as simple as like we said, as you stand in the mirror and you look at yourself and you say, I'm going to pick out one thing I like. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. going to do my hair, my makeup, and I'm going to like the way I look. Yeah. Or whatever it is. I know that seems so trivial. It is so key. It's vital to healing that relationship with yourself so that you continue healing your relationship with yourself and food as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, that's great. Ashley, this was a good episode. I, I'm sad that it's over. Like, Me too. can we do three parts? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, we have a whole second season. Maybe we can come back. Yeah, I love this subject. It. This topic needs to be discussed even more. And I love, love, my favorite takeaway, I could have a takeaway, right? My favorite takeaway is the whole neutral, like our looking at our neutral body movement. Yes, I you love it. You don't have to love it. 
You don't, don't have, have to, hate, to it. hate it. That's it. So we thank y'all so much for joining us. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together. And we are going to see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining, guys. We love you as always. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find and connect with us over on Instagram at more than just keto. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss out on the fun. We'll see you next time.